At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN tonight, Circus Sportsbook, downtown Las Vegas, hour number two tonight. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, as we continue to talk college basketball conference tournaments. Wes, in a sense, I like conference tournament week a little bit better than the first weekend of the NCAA tournament because we have more games and uh, more to bet. But the excitement of next week's uh, kind of tough to match because of the finality of it. But conference tournament week's underrated by a lot of people. Those of us who do this, who bet on these games, know the value of yeah. this week. No, absolutely. And and look, I love these small conference tournaments during championship week. They get national exposure. These are always teams that you got to watch on on streams or you know ESPN Plus or something like that. But I like these small tournaments, especially in these like cracker box gyms. Like we'll get the Northeast Conference on Wednesday night and you get, you know, the Southland Conference is going on tonight. I believe the quarterfinals. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like these. I like these small leagues and it gives you a chance. And th- that's the thing about it now. It's different than it was maybe 10 or 15 years ago because a lot of these teams, they wouldn't get on the betting board until like conference tournaments or until the postseason. But now there's the extra game board and every single Division One team on the board every time. And we had a uh, winner tonight in the uh, Sun Belt. That's Louisiana took down South Alabama 71-66. to So the Raging Cajuns in the bracket. West of these seven teams that have secured automatic bids up to this point, which one do you think is most dangerous when we get to the field of 68? Yeah, uh, so we got seven teams already right. in. Uh, are you going to say Drake or are you going to say somebody else? Uh, everybody's probably going to say Drake because that's, pro- <laughs> that's probably uh, the right answer, really, from this standpoint. It's a senior-laden team. I had them yesterday over Bradley. They go ahead and get it done. So I would say Drake or Furman. Of the seven teams. By the way, the seven teams in currently, Kennesaw State of the A-Sun, first time ever in the NCAA tournament. UNC Asheville mm-hmm. out of the Big South. Drake out of the Missouri Valley. Fairly Dickinson out of the NEC because Mary Mack, who is the number one seed, by the way, that championship's I think going to be Wednesday night. Mary Mack cannot go because they are still that transition member to Division One, which is a dumb rule. It's the same thing that happened to Bellarmine last year. Ridiculous rule. Yeah. I, I cannot believe that hasn't been changed at this point. What's the point of that rule? I know. And 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 that's going to be an interesting handicap because Fairleigh Dickinson, it's like, oh, they're in the NCAA tournament, so they're going to lay down. Not necessarily, but Merrimack is going to be motivated to win the conference tournament. So FDU is in and of the NEC, Ohio Valley, Southeast Missouri State. 
Harley Dickinson got a rate as the weakest of the field. They'll be they'll be on the sixteen line. They might be in Dayton or they might get you know that one seed on Thursday or Friday. Uh, Southern Conference Furman and then Louisiana Lafayette in from the Sun Belt tonight. A uh, couple one seeds have gone down in the semifinals. Hofstra, the regular season champion in the CAA, they lose to UNC Wilmington in overtime. And Youngstown State, 75-63 losers to Northern Kentucky. So NIT bids filling up. And that's what I said that earlier tonight on Twitter. I said at least 10 of these mid to lower major conferences are going to have one seeds lose. So you got to be careful if you're betting conference tournament futures on these lower major conferences of yeah. taking chalk all the time. Well, you talked about it with Youngtown State. You said that was a bad bet last week. You were right about that. We've got some audio from a one seed going down. See if our producer, Brian Ortega, can dial it up right now. But this is a, kind of shows you the excitement of a tournament week and why you should not bet the favorites in a lot of these conference tournaments, Wes. Eastern Washington was a team that rolled through the big sky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They, they were 16-0, and 0, I think. They lost their right. last two regular season games, but they did win the regular season championship. And then what happened to uh, Eastern Washington yesterday? They did, they did not advance. Okay, let's listen to it. Here's the call of the uh, final shot as Eastern Washington gets shot down. Here come the Lumberjacks. No timeouts. Jalen Cohn wrapped up for it for the win. Got it. Oh, my. And the one seed is one and done. The one seed is one and done, Wes. Eastern Washington, just like that, out. Yeah. And uh, that was shot down by uh, Northern Arizona last night. That was about a, what did you say, about a 30-footer? Oh, yeah. buzzer that the Lumberjacks uh, Chopped down I, Eastern Washington. I was kicking myself for just betting the first half on Northern Arizona. That was one of those deals uh-huh. where the team played the day before. The other team comes in cold. Uh-huh. By the way, we were talking over the break. You heard the uh, oh my. That was from uh, old Cowboy Joe Cravens. Yeah. Cowboy Joe Cravens, uh, the former Weber State head coach, does the Big Sky games. Uh, uh, a nice Southern Indiana slang if you're, if you're, if you're into that. Uh-huh. Come on back, folks. This one's tighter than a new boot. Not really into that, but he is a character. He is a character. <laughs> Cowboy Joe Craven's on the call. All right. Um, let's update the uh, West Coast Conference game at halftime, Wes, and it's not looking good for BYU. 37-20. No. to 20. So that angle we're talking about, the team that's got a couple games yeah. under its belt, not working out for BYU here at the half. No, uh, uh, rest has triumphed over Russ. 37-20. to 20. I think St. Mary's at one point had like a 10-0 run over the course of five minutes, uh, BYU 7 of 23 from the floor, 30.4%. St. Mary's at 15%, 15 or 13 of 26. St. Mary's terrible at the foul line. They have been all year, but it hasn't really mattered. They're out rebounding BYU. BYU already has 11 fouls. So, eh, you know, St. Mary's, they're, they're a tough team to come back on, too, if you've watched this team. They are very tough to come uh, back, so I am not going back for seconds in the second half. Nah, St. Mary's plays, I would say, slow and low. Slow-paced, low-possession game, mm-hmm. and a well-coached team, too. Randy Bennett's teams are not going to cough up 10-point leads in the final minute. No. Or double-digit leads in the final three minutes. not going to happen. So BYU's backs to the wall, no doubt about it, facing elimination right now in the West Coast Conference Tournament. i got to think BYU is not going to be in that large team, uh, maybe an NIT team. You get how many how many teams you get out of this conference too at the most, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Unless unless the Dons can pull a couple. San upsets. Francisco would have to pull two upsets. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk Big Ten basketball here for a few minutes. We'll get to the Big Ten again in the final hour. But take a look at the uh, DraftKings odds this tournament in Chicago, not Indianapolis, this year, and the top two teams on the odds board from Indiana, Purdue, and Indiana. Purdue plus one fifty, Indiana plus five fifty. Michigan State six to one, Maryland plus six fifty, Northwestern plus eight fifty, Illinois eleven to one, Iowa eighteen to one, Michigan seventeen to one. I don't think you're going to have a team outside that group make a run to win this tournament. And Wes, I talked about this yesterday. India, the two big games yesterday impacting the seedings in the Big Ten tournament. Indiana holding off Michigan in overtime in Bloomington. That was a huge win for the Hoosiers. And you can talk about the differential in seeds if the Hoosiers had lost that game. Mm-hmm. And Northwestern at Rutgers, the Purple Cats get the double-digit win at Rutgers. If Northwestern had lost that game, 
it would have been a nine seed in the Big yeah. Ten tournament. Instead, Northwestern is the two seed. Indiana's the three. And uh, that's on the top half of the bracket, Purdue the one, Michigan State the four. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 Indiana could end up seven or eight, and it looked like they were going to against right. Michigan. And look, it wasn't pretty, but Indiana found a way. And I actually think that's a good sign for Indiana, the fact that you know, they were losing and they could have packed it in and they didn't. And they outfought Michigan, I think, really down the stretch. Race Thompson makes two big defensive plays on senior day. Didn't make it the plays from the foul line. But I digress, nevertheless. And Indiana, Four straight miss free throws yeah. by Race Thompson, a senior at the yeah. end of the game. That's a, that's ridiculous. No, it is. Right. I mean, he's glad he got to be glad he made those two defensive plays. But Indiana and look. We know their history in the Big Ten tournament. A lot of disappointment and a lot of heartache. They've never won the Big Ten tournament. The Big but, Ten tournament's about 25 years old now. Yeah. First year was, what, 1998? Yeah, right? I don't think Indiana's been in the final in like 20 years. That was when wow. Mike Davis was the uh, was the head coach. But I kind of like them here. If you like one of the shorter prices, I would probably sell Purdue. I think that, you know, at this point, they've kind of come back a little bit to earth. This is too chaotic, I think, to really bet on the favorite. Uh you know, on off, they, they struggle to stop the dribble. Sometimes Edie can struggle to defend in space. But Indiana, I think what ended up with Indiana, I was texting with a, a friend of mine that covers the team. This is the best possible draw they could have hoped for oh. to get the three seed. Now, you got to play the last game on Friday night. I know, uh, you know, you got to wait all day. But still, you're looking at potentially Maryland, who won one, you know, won two neutral games, by the way but won two other uh, games on the road this year. They won at Minnesota, and they won at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Not exactly world beaters. So two you'll of the ta- worst teams yeah. in college basketball so you'll take in terms ch- of uh, you'll power t- Yeah, you'll take your chances with Indiana against Maryland, a payback spot. Sure, the are Cal, too. On the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maryland, uh, by the way, did beat Indiana in College Park, only meeting this year. Or you potentially could get Minnesota or Nebraska. Nebraska has been playing some pretty good ball. The Huskers are hot. Yes. Let's go to Hoiberg's Heroes. Yeah. Watch out for Nebraska. I, I'd, I'd almost rather play Maryland than Nebraska, to I'd, be honest I actually think Nebraska is going to roll past Minnesota in that first game. Nebraska is probably going to beat Maryland. And then uh, it's going to be Nebraska-Indiana, I think, in the quarters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nebraska just won at Iowa yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So uh, Indiana right there. So let's say they get that matchup and they advance. Northwestern, all of a sudden, that two seed has expectations because they always say we're Chicago's Big Ten team. Well, now you're in a prime spot Friday night at the United Center in Chicago, potentially against your other state rival, Illinois, Mm -hmm. or against Penn State, who's got momentum. Uh, uh, Cameron Winters hit two game winners in the final minute in five Mm -hmm. days. So Penn State against Illinois, and Penn State, by the way, beat Illinois, beat Illinois twice this season. So, you know, that's not a gimme for Illinois. I think Illinois is the most talented team, just player for player in the conference, and they got seniors like Matthew May- Meyer, Terrence Shannon. No they, point guard, Wes. They, that's the thing is that they don't have that. You got uh, Coleman right Hawkins running the ball up as the point yesterday against Purdue. He's what six ten. Mm-hmm. He did a hell of a job with it. No, but. yeah. I think Northwest. I think Illinois got too many shortcomings. We'll talk big, more Big Ten basketball. I got a bet right here. You see this ticket? Put this right before the show. This is Indiana to win the Big Ten tournament at plus five fifty. Mm-hmm. Look at that draw. Yeah. Indiana got the luck no, of the draw. I'm very happy. Oh, uh, you got to be thrilled with the luck of the draw for the Hoosiers in the Big Ten tournament. We'll talk Big East tournament when we come back. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all Massachusetts sports fans. Soon enough, DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown sportsbook, will be live right in Massachusetts. Bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. Don't bet with some out-of-town book. Bet local with DraftKings, the only sportsbook born and raised in Mass. Plus, all new customers who sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook today using code VSIN will receive up to $200 in bonus bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Massachusetts. Pretty soon you'll be be able to bet money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated books, DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone else is experiencing problems with gambling, call 800-327-5050 or visit helplinema.org to speak with a trained specialist free and confidentially 24-7, 21 and older. Physically present in Massachusetts, eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Opt-in required. Born, excuse me, bonus issues as free bets. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. DraftKings.com slash MA. How about that, Wes? DraftKings Sportsbook. Pretty soon. Live in Massachusetts. I wish we could have the uh, the uh, BG sound drop here for their famous song. I will be back to Massachusetts. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. You're a much better singer than I would have guessed. I can't. I can't do the uh, kind of Barry... like Dandy Don Meredith on Monday night. I can't do. I can't do the, the uh, Barry Gibb falsetto though. I, I can't do that, but that would be nice to have that sound bite during that promo. A lot of remarks from people last week. They were surprised that you were singing on the show and that you actually were not that bad. That I actually can kind of carry a tune? Yeah. I can imitate good voices? <laughs> I want to say one thing about that DraftKings promo read. Can we do that on record? Look how long that thing is. <laughs> huh? I think like five minutes to read that thing. That that that's the one that that's the one that you'll stiff off to me next time. Yeah, you, you read that one like yeah. that old uh, that old uh, MGM read. Exhausted the, uh, after the that uh, one. ten different phone numbers. Yeah, remember that one? Oh yeah. I I have one eight hundred nine with it like stuck in my brain for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got a lot up there in that brain too. So a lot of knowledge, and some of it's of the Big East basketball conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tim Brando, we're having a lot of phone issues. We can't connect with him tonight. We're going to try it again tomorrow. Timmy B is going to be calling the um, Big East tournament. He actually uh, sent me a message that uh, he's got all three first-round games on Wednesday and the first two quarterfinals, including the 4-5 seed matchup, UConn and Creighton, a monster game, he says, uh, the next day. So let's look at the first round of the Big East, the 8-9 games, St. John's and Georgetown. 7-10, Xavier DePaul. Believe it or not, Georgetown's the eight seed. 
No. That's not right, no, is it? No, I, I think... Uh, Our graphic is George, Georgetown's got to be the lowest no, seed in this No, Georgetown, conference. I believe. Georgetown is playing uh, Villanova. This bracket is not yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I'll, cl- I'll clean it up here. Uh, Georgetown, by the way, they are the, uh, I think, the 6-11 matchup against Villanova because there, there are three on uh, on yeah. uh, Wednesday. Yeah, we got the wrong bracket. Yeah. Because I actually... I want to bet Villanova to win this conference, and I liked the fact that Villanova drew Georgetown in the mm-hmm. first game. We're talking about like Cal in the Pac-12 or Minnesota in the Big Ten. It's basically like a buy to draw Georgetown. It is now. Now here's the thing: Georgetown will play hard for the first half, and then they'll get to about the 10 minute mark, and they'll kind of wear out because they've been able to cover some games. I, I think you know, and they're still trying. Obviously, this has got to be the end for Patrick Ewing uh, there at Georgetown, and. We'll see who they get if it's going to be Rick Patino or some kind only of reason, other You know, the only reason uh, Patrick Ewing is still at Georgetown is because two years ago they made that Cinderella right. run they to were win the eight, They were the eight right. seed, and we remember that from, from two I, years I ago. Kind of, it almost feels like this bracket we have is from two years ago. Yeah, l- l- well, let's talk about okay. Villanova because, you know, I understand why people do like Villanova. And I was saying all month, hey, this team, I want to bet. They're getting healthy now. They were 6-2 and two in their last eight games, you know, got beat at home uh, by UConn. Uh, pretty handily on Saturday, but Villanova has always been Big East tournament records over the last five years. Villanova nine and one. Now a lot of times they were in the bye and they didn't have to play the first game, but you know they're starting to get better. But I gotta tell you, I looked at some of the prices. I, I think that you wanna you wanna shop around here. Ten to one for me is not enough. No, no, no it's I... not enough. And I was gonna bet them. I looked at that this morning. I was like, no way, like. Providence has to play one less game or one less game than Villanova, and they're fifteen to one. Like I would rather bet Providence just at the price, even though they got to play UConn in the five four matchup. So, well, first yeah. of all, I saw Villanova at sixteen to one somewhere today. Where you said ten? Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing ten to one there at DraftKings. So maybe you know Villanova twelve to one at Circa. They need to be closer to the twenties than closer to the tens for me. I think to really get involved. So that that's a no go for me. Villanova the six seed faces eleven seed Georgetown in one of those three first round games on Wednesday. Also number eight St. John's against number nine Butler, and uh, number seven Seton Hall against number ten DePaul. Yeah, and uh, you know St. St. John's what a disappointment they were. They look like. They look like they don't care at this point. You know, I, I think uh, I was watching. I remember, you know, how on FS1 sometimes they have like the coaches mic'd up. And I think they were playing a game against Xavier St. John's. And Sean Miller is like talking all this. Okay, you go. And then Mike Anderson is like, get a rebound. Like, seriously. Go get a rebound. Got to get a rebound, guys. Like, so I wonder if this guy's checked out, if maybe St. John's is going to be open, and uh, is Rick Patino going to have his choice of jobs? Reminds me of uh, Coach K, his last season. Remember yeah. when uh, uh, I think Duke trailed big at Louisville at the half? Do you remember those? I think it was mm-hmm. next to last season. Trailed mm-hmm. big at Louisville at the half. They said, what What did Coach K, what adjustments did he make at halftime? He didn't, he didn't make any adjustments. Yeah. He just came in the locker room and said, let's go. Come on. We're Play better, better than that. Play better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Genius the, the genius of Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah. But, yeah, going back to St. John's, <laughs> this this is a high-variance team. Like, I had them on Saturday against Marquette, and they covered. They damn near upset Marquette. Now, uh-huh. I want to fade Marquette, by the way, in this tournament, even though Shaka Smart, I think, probably at least on the short list for Coach of the Year. But Marquette's a team I, I just want to go against. I think they've had a lot of, like, positive luck and positive variance. I think they're going to get God in the uh, four, whoever wins that four or five game between uh, UConn and Providence. Mm-hmm. I think either you, I think UConn, well, UConn and Providence. UConn's the favorite for a reason. Yeah, UConn's it, at DraftKings two to one, Creighton and Marchetti's three to one, Xavier five fifty, and like you said, Villanova ten to one. But you can find a better price on Villanova out there if you like that. Just from a number, maybe Providence. Even though Providence, if you look now, they come in absolutely cold. Uh, even though they went thirteen and seven in the league. They got beat by Xavier at home, and they got housed by Seton Hall at home. And the reason why you don't see Seton Hall up there, of course, New Jersey, you know, you're not you're not going to get odds on those, so you're going to have to shop around if you like the Hall. But Providence did lose three of their last four, but this is a team that can absolutely make a run. They've they've done it before. Uh, 
they won this tournament back in 2014, led by Bryce Cotton. So Providence, from a number standpoint, and be who I'm interested in, the team that I like the best outside of UConn, of course, I think they're going furthest in the NCAA tournament, and I have them at 30-1. to one. Mm-hmm. But Creighton is the number one team in the Big East in terms of defense, and you don't often see that. Like They're always really so good offensively. Creighton, number one in defensive efficiency, number one in effective field goal percentage, number one in offensive rebound rate allowed because they got that big kid, seven-footer Kalkbrenner down there, number one in free throw rate, meaning they don't foul, and number one in two-point defense. Like This is a really good defensive team in Creighton, and I think they started to play a little bit better. Con- consider they were 9-8 and eight, January 11th, and now they're 20-11, and 11, so they're as hot as anybody in this league, but, man, you're just not getting a bargain at three to one. I've seen some support for Xavier at five fifty. Zach Fremantle, by the way, is not going to be back. For Star the rest big of the man season. for Xavier. He's out. He's going to have foot surgery. So you know Xavier has been adjusting without him. He's been out about a month, right? Yeah, I, I think they, I think they've been okay without yeah. him. I mean, you would have loved to have seen him with Nunji. You know, another big dangerous man team with both of those guys out there. I thought Xavier was dangerous, but you lose Fremantle. You got to think that lowers the ceiling to how far the Musketeers. Yeah, can go. Fremantle has been out since February first, and uh, if you look at the record, they are six and three without mm-hmm. him. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, one, another thing I like about Villanova is uh, the Wildcats blew out Creighton. Uh, what is that? A week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team, and finally. Justin Moore, Cam Whitmore, they got they're at full strength, and I think that's a that's a team that can make a run. But like you said, I I, I was seeing sixteen to one on Villanova. I'm not taking ten to one. Yeah, I don't. I, I think you got to pass on. Might that. be one I of mean, those situations if you're going to play it, you wouldn't roll over the money lines and play it that way because ten ten to one's no bargain on Villanova. No, it is. It is, and I think everybody kind of had the same idea, didn't we? Where it's like, okay, now they're healthy, they're finally competitive against these teams, but man. They've just shortened that price too much. All right, quick break. Man, some of these conferences feel like they're wide open. The SEC, ACC, a lot more college hoops betting to talk about when we come back. It's Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumanns, VSIN tonight. Back here at the Circus Sportsbook in a few minutes. Stick with us. Become a VSIM Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VSIM through the end of the tournament for only $19. VSIM.com slash subscribe. I'm pretty sure last week that promo was $9.99. But it was limited time offer. We mm-hmm. said at any point, Crazy Bill 80 could pull that <laughs> offer off the table. So now it's up to 19. He did. Huh? He did. He did. So now it's 19. So it's still a good deal. And that's the big dance package. All right, Tim Brando said, anyone except DePaul and Georgetown could win the Big East Conference Tournament. I would assume you agree. I, I, I'd say that's, a, that's an astute observation. All right, we're going to try to get Timmy B on the show uh, tomorrow night, get the phone issue straightened out. But let's take a look at the ACC. They're – a couple teams at the bottom of the ACC that don't really have a chance to win this thing, Wes. One is Louisville, a team that's four and twenty-seven. The Cardinals a thousand to one at DraftKings to win the Atlantic Coast Conference tournament. Take a look at our bracket here, and I double check this is this year's bracket, not one from five years ago. Miami, the top seed, Virginia and Clemson two three, and Duke the four. And how about this, Wes? The four seed, the favorite, Duke. And look, I think justifiably so. I think they've probably played the best basketball of any of these teams, the most consistent. At least they've won six in a row. Look, it hasn't been pretty. They beat Notre Dame by four, a Notre Dame team that's obviously down. They didn't cover at home against NC State, but they've won six games in a row, and they've done it really with their defense. This is not a team that really forces a lot mm-hmm. of turnovers where they can get out and run. They're not a very, They're not a great shooting team. Uh, they've let Proctor be the lead guard a little bit more, and he's more dynamic than Roach, but he's also more turnover-prone. Yep. But 
really with Duke, they they live off the glass. Kyle Filipowski has been an absolute beast on the offensive glass, as has Ryan Young, the Northwestern transfer, playing Derek Lively. So, look, they got a ton of size. So, against smaller teams, they can suffocate them. You're not going to get anything at the rim on these guys. So, of those top four teams, I probably like them the best. I, I don't like this league at all, and neither, I think, do the metrics guys like Ken Palm actually rates the ACC below the Mountain West when he ranks mm-hmm. the conferences. And you know what? He's right. The Mountain West has been better in the ACC this year. <laughs> and look, uh, I mean, you had Pittsburgh. They had two cracks at winning this conference. And now they end up as the five seed. So I wonder what their psyche is. They're, they're, they're probably in the NCAA tournament. I think uh, one thing you got to look at is who are going to be the bubble teams in this league. And, and, and I got to think Clemson is firmly on the bubble. Oh, yeah. I would have North Carolina point, out of the tournament. Yeah, I think Carolina's out. Uh, Tar Heels would have to make a run to the uh, conference tournament title game to have a shot. Yeah, right? Clemson, uh, Clemson. by the way, a lot of people would have them out. So Clemson is probably a team. Now, they get by to the quarterfinals. They're going to need to do some work. What you might see, Matt, and, and we have it, and when we get back to the Big Ten, we'll talk about it, Michigan and Rutgers in that 8-9 matchup. Assuming NC State gets by that second round on Thursday, or on uh, uh, is that uh, is that Thursday, the second round? Uh, that's or Wednesday. No, Wednesday that's rather. Wednesday. Wednesday the, this is the tournament eight. actually starts Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Those well, three, games three games on the on left Tuesday. are tomorrow. The winner of Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. I think it's going to be Virginia Tech. I, I think mm-hmm. this is going to be Mike Bray's last game as Notre Dame head coach. Virginia Tech is the team that made the run last year, if you remember. Now they won four games. Uh, they would have to win five games this time around, having to play that first day. But let's say you get NC State and Clemson, the six and the three in the quarterfinals. That might be a, a, a loser-leave-town match. Mm. I think that that could be, because NC State, I think, uh, you know, might be one of the last four buys, like a 10 seed. Pittsburgh probably would be a 10 right now. So eh, I'm going to be interested to see. Like, I think that there's only, like, three teams right now solidly in the field from this conference Miami Virginia and Duke Clemson is on the bubble NC State's on a bubble Pitt's on the bubble North Carolina's on the bubble but uh and I want no part of Syracuse they they couldn't guard you or me or Brian Ortega or any of the crew back there there that's a terrible defensive team if you watch them this year I think they want to be done now everybody's gonna buy in because it's like okay Jim Beheim's done it before in the ACC tournament but not not this time around. So Syracuse has made some uh, unlikely tournament runs in right. this tur- in the conference tournament and in the big tournament. Now it's not going to happen this. Now time. do you think if they not get eliminated happen. in the eight nine game and they end up seventeen and fifteen that Jim Beheim is going to be on ESPN yeah, be bitching crying. and complaining that sure. they didn't get a shot at the NCAA tournament? Yeah. Uh, all right, so I, I kind of like NC State as a six seed to get about fifteen to one odds, best price on NC State. But again. Clemson is waiting in the uh, quarters if NC State gets by Virginia Tech. That's a little bit too tough a, a road to hoe, I think, for the Wolfpack there, Wes, because Clemson's been a bad matchup for NC State this season. The Tigers blew them out yeah, they killed in Raleigh uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. And NC State. I think Clemson, you... Don't you think Clemson's the closest to being the fourth team in? If Clemson I... wins one game in this tournament, I think the Tigers are going to be in the big tournament. I think so. And, and look, Brad Brown now – you know, there's some pressure on him to get into the NCAA tournament this year. And, uh, you know, they haven't always been able to do Didn't it. Didn't Clemson all... start 10-1 and one in the ACC? They did, and yeah. I think they, they had a couple injuries. The kid Hunter, the mm-hmm. guard was out. But, uh, you know, just looking and, and looking a little bit at tomorrow's games as well. Uh, Georgia Tech against Florida State. Georgia Tech's been playing a little bit better of late. I wonder if Florida State is mentally done, if they can maybe – you know, rally around one time. I think Leonard Hamilton might retire this year or might be forced to retire. I know he says he's not, but, man, that program has gone in the wrong direction the last couple of years. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I I think maybe they force his hand. I mean, I will say they had one great highlight here in the second half of the year, and that was um, Matthew Cleveland. Matthew Cleveland knocking in the 35-footer at the buzzer, Mm -hmm. capping a 25-point comeback against – the Hurricanes in Miami. Mm-hmm. That was a hell of a high. Yeah, there. yeah. I'm looking at these games tomorrow. Uh, right now, by the way, Georgia Tech, a two-point favorite, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Louisville and BC, BC minus six. I, won't, I don't want to bet Louisville in any situation. This is kind of interesting. Notre Dame at Virginia Tech. Notre Dame getting seven 
tomorrow. Seems, I know Virginia Tech made the run last year and, you know, they had some injuries and you feel like they should be better. That's a big number, I think, I think to lay to Notre Dame. And I, and I do mm-hmm. think Notre Dame is going to try. I know they got boat raced at Clemson, but that was all finally ending that losing streak. I think Notre Dame's going to try against Virginia Tech tomorrow. They only lost by six at home. Lean early to the Irish. That's, that number is a little bit higher than I thought. I thought it was going to come around five. So you got Notre Dame plus seven if you like to dog in that one. Those games played in the ACC at Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad it's back in Greensboro. That's ACC country, not Brooklyn. Right. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, so, uh, so you know, take I, that, I, Jim Beheim for crapping all over Greensboro. Beheim tries to crap all over a lot of people. He crapped all over teams in his own conference. He crapped on the Big Ten. Oh, man, he I, said Miami bought a team because Syracuse is clean and pure as the white-driven snow. Oh, yeah. You know that. Beheim's never bought – the program's never bought any players. Never. Man, never. All right. He's getting to that point where he's kind of like his old buddy Shashevsky, you know where, well, where they're actually, coach almighty. Well, he's also getting to the point where he's like Joe Paterno at the end where he just says anything. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Basically. No, no but, filter. Just yeah, saying Van Pitt bought a team and, and all that stuff. Uh, just a, he's always been a whiny batch. You don't like Jim Beheim? I huh? do not. Okay. Kind of figured that out. Uh, so that's the ACC. I, I think Duke at around 3-1 to one at DraftKings is actually a fair price, and that's going to be – it's not going out on a limb, but that's my pick to win. Here, here's the thing, Wes. I felt all along that Duke had a lot of upside. People like to dump on Duke, and I've done that in the past mm-hmm. with Coach K. But uh, I like the young players on this team. Yeah, they had they opened the season. Uh, they had guys like Lively who just weren't playing well and coming off injuries over the summer. Uh, Derek Whitehead, those guys just weren't performing to the expectations. I, start, I think you're starting to see a team that's really talented with a lot of upside start to mature and grow up a little bit. And, hey, by the way, Duke went undefeated at home. It's not been a terrible team on the road. And right. honestly, when you look at these conference tournaments, you want a team that can win away from home. You don't want to bet on Maryland, which can't win away from home. Uh, I actually think Duke is somewhat similar to North Carolina a year ago. Remember when Carolina's season was like teetering on the brink mm-hmm. in mid-February? And the Tar Heels turned it around completely. Yeah. I think Duke uh, might be a dangerous yeah, team. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll look of the of the favorites. I would like them. Like North Carolina, by the way, let me get to them. Plus 650. That's a ridiculous no, price. No chance. That's ridiculous. I, like Maybe they win a game or two. I think they at least need to win two games to even have a they shot. They look like they don't even want to play. After, after you lose a home game to Duke and get yeah. swept by your rival, um, that was a spot where North Carolina had to come up big. Yeah, they had to win happen. Saturday. Yeah. To me, that was a must-win situation, and they did not win. All right, so I hate playing a favorite, but Duke is the number four seed yeah. and the favorite. I'm, I'm and I, and the justifiable favorite. I think if you're betting a short team, they're the surest bet, really, of them all. People who gravitate to Virginia, they still trouble have trouble making shots in the clutch. All right. Like Tim Brando said, anyone except the bottom two teams can win in the Big East. How about the SEC? We're going to take a look at uh, Alabama and the Southeastern Conference next. Stay tuned. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, 
every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares contest. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use, full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. For the sportsbook, go to BetRivers.com. Wes. And uh, Matt, back here, VSEN tonight. Let's take a look at the uh, SEC conference tournament. I love breaking down these conference tournaments, Wes. And you always look for long shots, but they're hard to find. This is a conference tournament where I would not be surprised if a long shot wins it. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, look, I think you've got two very tepid favorites at the top. I know Alabama right now still on the one line. I'm not as convinced that they're like the number two overall seed in the tournament. I think that you know, they could be in danger uh, the way they played a little bit down the stretch. Now, they if probably still if hang on. I agree with you. If there's a team that's going to drop off the one seed line, it's not going to be Houston, not going to be Kansas, Kansas. And it's not going to be UCLA right now. Alabama is the um, the one that could drop. But here's the thing. Who replaces? Right. You know, Purdue's going to have to win the Big Ten Conference Tournament to move back up to a number one seed. And uh, look at the other teams on the two line. Arizona, they've all got Texas, holes in, yeah, they've Baylor. All, all got holes in their resume. Baylor just got blown out at home by yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. Baylor does not deserve to be a one seed. Yeah, so they may yeah. get it by default, but this is not a team I would be buying necessarily in this conference tournament. I mean, maybe they turn it on. Uh, and, and look, and when we have uh, Timmy B tomorrow, I want to ask him a little bit about SEC because he'll know that very well. But Alabama, I think you kind of saw – what happens, you know, maybe the blueprint. I think it was Texas A&M that laid that blueprint. They slowed them down. And they let Alabama, they're like, okay, we're going to pack it in, let you take a bunch of threes. Alabama likes to take a bunch of threes. They're not a team that necessarily makes a ton of them. I mean, if they're volume shooters, they can make them, but they certainly don't shoot the best percentage. Uh, They're number two in tempo. I know number three in adjusted defense. They shoot about 34%. That's about middle of the road in college basketball. They defend the three very well, and they defend the two, and they've got freaky athletes. Brandon Miller going to win freshman of the year, probably going to be a first-team All-American as a freshman. But I wonder about these guys. This is a very young team. The only senior – I mean, they got uh, Quinterly, who plays off the bench, but this is a young team. And I wonder how this is affecting them a little bit because ever since that – story came out about Brandon Miller, you know, being associated with uh with the Darius Miles uh uh, uh shooting. Uh <laughs> they won by two at South Carolina in overtime. They held on against Arkansas by three. Mm-hmm. They had to come back and beat Auburn at home in overtime. And then they had to go to Texas AM on Saturday and they lose by six. So they played a lot of high leverage games back to back to back to back. 
I bet against Bama in all four of those games. Yes, what's their, as did I. What's their spread record in those four games? I believe 0 for. 0 for. 0 That's right. Four. We've won four bets in a row against and, Bama, and I'm going to continue And And, and to I'm going to tell you, especially if Mississippi State gets there, and I think they're going to be a small favorite. Florida, not the same without Colin Castleton down low. If they get Mississippi State, man, Mississippi State, number eight nationally in terms of uh, defensive efficiency, 333 in tempo. They have the recipe defensively to compete with Alabama. If you look, they lost by three in Tuscaloosa. They lost by 11 at home. It was 78 to 67, you know, but Mississippi State has that recipe. But here's the problem with the Bulldogs. Dead last in college basketball shooting the three, 27.3%. Well, if you're that so. bad at shooting the three, don't shoot it. Yeah. Take yeah. Dry, attack drive the rim, the rim. And they've got size. The down low. They, they do have they, size. They've I, got big Tulo Smith. I don't understand why teams are so bad shooting the three yeah. and continue to force up threes. But but we know Chris Jan's pretty uh, good coach, yeah. uh, you know, from his time at New Mexico State. By the uh, way, I, I know where you're headed here, and uh, I tend to agree. Ron Boyles, Ron Skinny Boyles, professional sports better, told me today, Mississippi State 50-1 to is one of his favorite long shots in the, in the conference tournament. Well, that would be the long shot I would certainly go with just because I think they can slow tempo. Uh, it, let's say they upset Alabama. They would get Missouri. They beat Missouri at home. They lost by two in Columbia, a game they probably should have won. Tennessee, they're on that five. You know, they'll, they'll get by Ole Miss or South Carolina, but – that knows the guy Ziegler. You saw him really struggle in the second half. So without that point guard, and they struggled to score anyway. Mm-hmm. I think they're very good defensively, but I don't know. I don't trust Tennessee. I don't know why they're the second best price necessarily on the odds board. So I look at the bottom of the bracket, Arkansas and Auburn, probably not a loser leave town, but both of those teams, you know, maybe slightly on the right side of the bubble, but I would say slightly Arkansas is the team I really want to like here, man. You know, I bet them at like 55 mm-hmm. to one. Uh, and, you know, I know they dropped their final three games. They got beat at home by Kentucky. They do have Nick Smith back. So we can see if uh, if Ole Miss or Arkansas rather can get some revenge on Auburn. But this is they've been to me. They've been the most disappointing team in the SEC because this is a team that I think people thought, okay, maybe they're going to be a Final Four team. Uh, they well, got a sir, lot of talent. In the preseason poll, Arkansas was either picked to win or finished second right. in the SEC. Right, yeah. right. And, look, they would get Auburn. Uh, the 10 or, seed now. Yeah, they would get they get Auburn, who they lost by 13 to. I would kind of lean Arkansas in that matchup. I'll wait to see a line for that. Vanderbilt has been playing some pretty good basketball down the stretch, but, you know, without Liam Robbins. I think they're still kind of limited. They did get a nice win over Mississippi State and won at Kentucky. If they had Robbins, they would be like my dark horse instead of Mississippi State. But I'm going to go down to the bottom. Of like the top four seeds, I like Kentucky the best. And it's the same thing as kind of like Duke. I know Kentucky, they lost at home to Vanderbilt, but they go down to Bud Walton and get the win against Arkansas. I think Kentucky is kind of starting to figure some things out. They were 16 and nine. They end up 21 and 10, win five of their last six. They would be the team, uh, you know, and, and look, nobody travels better than Kentucky. So they're going to have all the tickets probably down there in Nashville. So of those top four that get the double bye to the quarterfinals, Kentucky would be the choice. So maybe I'll do two. And sometimes you can do that in these big conferences where you get kind of a long shot and then you get maybe a shorter price kind of in that mid-range. And for me, that would be Kentucky. I'm going with Arkansas to win this conference tournament. A lot of times you get in these situations and you can redeem yourself for a disappointing season. Mm-hmm. We know the Razorbacks have the horses to get it done. they got the oh, coach, yeah. Eric Musselman. I was really disappointed in the Arkansas loss to Kentucky over the weekend. I thought that was a spot where the Hogs would rise up and the opposite happened. But that's okay, Wes, because a lot of times I, I feel like teams that end the regular season on a disappointing uh, note here and have a lot to prove going into the conference tournament can be bet on teams. And I'm looking at Nevada, and I'm looking at Arkansas as two of those type of teams. Yeah, no no question about it. So, And, by the way, if Arkansas beats Auburn, and don't you think the, the Tigers are in the field, right? They're going to be in the yeah, big field? Yeah, I think so. I think the win over Tennessee probably got them in. Yeah, I think so. They needed now, something like I that. I thought that they were close, yeah. closer than maybe a lot of people thought, but <laughs> I, I got to think that they're probably going to be in. Uh, I'm guessing they're in that 10 seed range right now. 
where it's kind of like sure. last four buys, that's probably where I think they belong. Right, but you're in the tournament, and uh, I think Auburn's going to be in. Arkansas needs to win a couple games. <laughs> needs. I maybe. think just for their momentum, because I think yeah. Arkansas would be like in the one of the 8-9 games. I'll tell you what, I'd hate to be a one seed to have Arkansas in yeah. the 8-9 bracket. Yeah, exactly, you <laughs> know, and maybe maybe that could be Houston. That'd be, a, that'd be a heck of wow. a matchup. That'd be a challenge for Kelvin Sampson's guys. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I like that. Can you yeah. make that bracket happen? Let's see that. I yeah. want to see that second round. I, I know, and Houston. it's like, yeah. hey, we want to we want to really knock out the hometown team at the Final Four. Wow! If you want to do that, put Arkansas in that eight nine matchup. So if Arkansas gets by Auburn in the second round of the SEC tournament, the Hogs get Texas A and M, and I think they can take out. Yeah, Texas they A&M. split. They split with the Aggies uh, uh, during the regular season, but. That second game that Texas A&M won, it was 62-56, to 56, I believe, uh, down there in College Station. Arkansas actually had a double-digit lead in that game and kind of, right. you know, pilfered it away, really. Uh, by the way, Nick Smith only played four minutes in that game. That's where I kind of thought, okay, is there something going on with him and Eric Musselman, or is there it something was. amiss with this team? And that's what kind of worried me. But now it seems like cooler heads have prevailed, at least in that regard. Well, I also think at some point, Musselman realizes, that, hey, we're going to need this guy if we're going to yeah. finish the season. He, it's he's like probably going to be gone after the season. The dude's leaving anyway, anyway right? Yeah. Arkansas 12-1 to 1 at Circa. That's the same price at DraftKings. I would look for a little bit better. I'll see if I can. Uh, I'm going to hunt around to a bunch of different sports books and try to find the best price possible in a bunch of these uh, teams we want to play to win conference tournaments tonight. You always have the option to roll over the money lines every game mm-hmm. if you want to do that too, but we're not uh, talking about that aspect of it tonight. Uh, so that's the SEC, and I think, uh, Wes, I would look at Arkansas. I'd look at uh, Mississippi State. I may have a little Mississippi okay. State. I think that that's the team on that second half of the graphic, that second side, bottom seeds, that actually can pull an upset. And then if they knock out Alabama, then all of a sudden that bracket's wide open. A lot of these tournaments feel have a wide-open feel to them, and that's not just a cliche. That's, uh, that's the truth. Let's talk Big 12 Conference Tournament when we come back. Stay tuned. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16 2024 see participating retailer for details